Welcome in once again, Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. And our next guest is responsible for many of the guests that you hear on this podcast. Jessica Rhodes owns Interview Connections, and she knows how to get you found and heard by ideal clients via being a podcast guest. In this interview, she's going to break down the power of podcasting and she will bust up commonly held myths you might have had about podcasting. It's a very interesting interview and I cannot wait for you to hear it. So without further ado, let's get into episode 86 right now. Welcome to Women Really Mean Business presented by Athena International, the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business one guest at a time. Now here's your host, Jeff Bolitnikoff, with another successful woman and her unique business journey. Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. I'm Jeff Bolitnikoff, and I'm excited to have a guest on that is responsible for a lot of the guests that you hear on this podcast. So let me give you a little background here. I started hearing from these folks that were at Interview Connections. And my first time I got an email, I was like, what's that? And then all of a sudden, all these great guests are coming my way. And I come to find out that their founder, Jessica Rhodes, and she also has a co-founder as well that she'll talk about, that that's what they do. They help you book podcast guests. They help you with even so much more than that. But I'm going to let Jessica get into that. But Jessica, I have to A, welcome you, and B, thank you so much for you and your team bringing such great guests to us. And I think the ultimate guest, though, is they brought me you. So welcome to the podcast. Oh, well, thank you so much. We're so grateful for partnerships with amazing hosts like yourself. So the feeling is mutual. Well, thank you so much. And I'd love to just talk to you about your background. And now I'll I'll give them a little bit of a brief from your bio, but then as frequent listeners to this podcast know, I try to give the mic over to the guest as soon as possible. And you really see podcasting from both angles. You started out on the podcasting side and you also wrote a book called Hashtag Rock the Podcast, which I love. That's awesome. So how did you get interested in all this? And just tell me anything you'd like to about what brought you to this point. Yeah, well, my story really starts as, you know, a new mom. When I started my my company, my business, I was um, I started out as a virtual assistant because I wanted to work from home with my, my new baby, who is almost seven years old now. So it was really a desire to work from home. And my first client happened to be my dad, who's a business coach, and he had a podcast. So he still has that podcast. He's been doing that for a really long time now. And he said, well, why don't you, you know, book guests on my podcast? You can get me booked on other shows because that's a great way for me to be speaking and not having to be, you know, getting on planes and traveling around all the time. So I was like, okay. So I just started doing that. And, you know, this is back in 2013 when, you know, podcasting, people had had podcasts for quite some time at that point, but listenership was still up and down, you know, like maybe 60% of the population knew what a podcast was. And, you know, every year more or less people listen, but every year since 2013, more and more people are listening to podcasts on a regular basis. So to start a business booking podcast guests in 2013 was like the best timing ever because every year we've been in business, more and more people are listening to podcasts, more and more entrepreneurs are leveraging podcasting 
both as a host and a guest. So really, I came into it just with a desire to work from home. And, you know, being entrepreneurial in nature, I saw the opportunity to niche down in an industry that was in its infancy and had a really bright future. What would you like to tell people about podcasting? as far as a medium and where it fits? Because some people have the mistaken take that podcasting is saturated and, well, there's no sense in starting a podcast. Mm -hmm. There's too many out there. And that's completely untrue, right? It's, I mean, there are over 700,000 podcasts and there are a lot, but usually the people who say that, like, oh, there's so many out there, they're the ones that are already in it. They're in podcasts and they're in business surrounded by people who are doing podcasting and listening to podcasts. And the thing you have to remember how valuable it is to step outside your little world and your little ecosystem where everyone's doing it and realize, oh, there are actually hundreds upon thousands of people who have yet discovered it yet. And there are a lot of people who don't listen to podcasts. And when they start listening, they've just got one to listen to. So I think that's really important. It's all about perspective because yeah, if you hang out with all podcasters, you feel like, oh, there's so many out there. But then when you get into a room of people that haven't yet started podcasting and don't listen to a lot of shows, there's actually a huge opportunity to be the the leader in your industry. I'd like you to give me an elevator pitch for Interview Connections. And again, as I started out this podcast talking about, I have a lot of respect for what you do because your team is A, very respectful, and B, you just bring me great guests. You know exactly what I'm looking for. In fact, and I've told you this in private and I'll put it on the air here, is, is that I've just given your team kind of carte blanche to find me guests. I've given your team my booking link and said, yeah, you know what you're doing. So Mm -hmm. I know others would have that experience if they engage with you. And it's not just about booking guests. It's about actually being a guest. So maybe you can give me an elevator pitch for if you're talking to a business owner or somebody who wants to be a guest, what you are going to tell them about what they can expect from Interview Connections. Well, we are the first and leading podcast booking agency for multiple six, seven and eight figure entrepreneurs who want to leverage the podcasting industry to get more brand awareness for their business. And we're the only podcast booking agency with an incredible staff of on, of on-site in-house employees who put a lot of care and effort into each and every podcast interview that they book. And if I am somebody that is in that position, seven and eight figure entrepreneur, business, that type of thing, and I'm considering podcasting, but I'm not sure about it, what would you tell me as far as it being able to really enhance my brand? Well, I would say first, if you are thinking about podcasting, you know, break it down into a couple different steps. Number one, start as a guest. Um, I always recommend that because hosting your own show is fantastic and there's a lot of power and opportunity in owning your own show, but it is a lot of work. So if you're thinking about podcasting in general, I would start as a guest expert on podcasts. You can just show up and, and, and rock it and not worry about all of the production responsibilities. So that's number one. And then as far as just enrolling people, and the possibilities that podcasting can bring. This is, you know, my business coach, Kelly, always talks about this is your legacy. You know, your podcast, your podcast interviews, this is really where you can leave your legacy because, you know, articles, people are skimming, they're not hearing your voice, Um, videos, they have to be watching. This is the only medium that people can really be multitasking. They can be in their car going for, you know, I was going for a run yesterday and I was listening to my, you know, podcast. 
then this is a medium where people can really consume your input, your expertise, your perspective, your personality, and and really develop a connection. And I will tell you that if you're a service-based business, if you're a coach, consultant, agency, when people who listen to your podcast interviews come to a sales consultation with you, they are going to be your best prospects because they already know, like, and trust you. They already feel like there's a connection and a bond with you. So it really will help close sales faster and it will help get your story out there in a really powerful way. And what are some common myths of podcasting that if you could get to everybody in the world right now and kind of bust those myths, what would you tell them? Well, I mean, one myth that I see, and and because there's so many people coming into the podcast booking space, like whether they're off booking as a service like we do, or they're creating courses and, you know, programs to help people get booked. There's a lot of hype around like be famous and like get on the big, like how to get on the biggest show in the world and like all of these hacks. And that is crap. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry to say it. These myths of like get on podcasts and you're going to be famous and you can get on the biggest show. It's so incredibly misleading. People are coming into this with this idea that they can get on one huge show and it's going to be the silver bullet to their success or they're going to get on 50 shows and be famous when the reality is podcast audience sizes are small. Most shows, if you're going to, as a business owner, start getting booked on podcasts, most shows are going to have an audience of a couple of hundred listeners to a few thousand. Some are going to peak at like maybe five to 10,000 listeners. So they've got a lot of listeners and others are going to have a hundred listeners. And that's just really important to know because this is not the medium to invest in if you are primarily focused on getting mass market exposure. This is the medium to invest in if you want to get found and heard by ideal potential clients. So would it be fair to say that the people that have high ticket items or coaching for sale are maybe more better prospects for podcasts or am I missing the boat? Oh, no, 100 percent. You are absolutely correct. And this is why um, at Interview Connections, we primarily focus working with clients who have a higher end service, business coaches and consultants whose average lifetime value of a client is several thousand dollars at a minimum real estate investors who, when they have one listener that connects with them and invests with them, I mean, that could be worth millions in their business. So this is really a medium where when you convert just one or two listeners, it's worth tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in your business. When, you know, I had a call with somebody the other uh, last week who, you know, wrote a book and and really wants mass market exposure because it's more for consumers and as opposed to businesses. And she wants it heard by, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And that's fantastic. I said, podcasting, while it can be one spoke in your whole wheel of marketing, this is not the strategy. This is not the media where you're going to get in front of millions of people. And people are confused by that because they're like, well, look at Dave Ramsey and look at Joe Logan, like they have huge audiences. Yeah, they're like the top 0.1% of podcasts. Most shows that you're going to be a guest on are not Dave Ramsey, they're not Joe Rogan, you know, they're not Tim Ferriss. So I think it's really important to go into podcasting with realistic expectations and an eye on how you can leverage this strategy for a financial return on your investment. Okay, let's talk about what this has personally meant to you. Now, you have two children, Mm -hmm. Nathan and Lucy. You've been able to Mm -hmm. work from home. You have a remote 
team, and of course, you have business partner Margie. And I didn't even want to attempt her last name because, as people know, <laughs> well, that, uh, I'm very bad actually, with pronunciations on this part. What's that? It's actually Margie with a hard G, so you were really just set up for failure there to begin I, with. I am way, I am way off. So you can you can say her entire name. But what is this? I, well, two questions. Mm-hmm. What's this meant to you? And then also, how have you been able to manage what really a remote team working out of your home? Back with our guest answer in just a second. You know, podcasts, if you're ever interested in doing one yourself, are affordable, but they do have expenses to them. And this podcast is no exception. We would really appreciate your support. Now, if it can't be monetary, then please share it or tell someone about it. You can help us grow. But if you can afford $5 a month or $10 a month, that would be appreciated. And you'll get something back for your support. $5 patrons get extras from our guest where they answer three additional questions. $10 patrons get what $5 patrons do, but they also get the podcast before anyone else. Please consider becoming a patron by visiting the top of womenreallymeanbusiness.com. And if you have questions, contact me. Thanks for thinking about this. Let's get back to the podcast. So we actually have an on-site team. We have an office space, actually. So all of our booking agents, our manager and show researchers, they're all actually in an office. Margie, Margie Feldstein and I, Thank we are you. the co I would have completely and- gotten that wrong. I totally get it. Yeah, we are the co-owners and we are in the office um, several days a week. The whole team works from home one day a week and we may expand that as we grow, you know, and we're, we're building out a virtual sales and marketing team. And so we're, we're kind of, you know, the sky's the limit and we're creating possibilities for for what the team and the business could look like in the future because we started as a virtual team. And then we went on-site in-house, and now we're kind of building out systems so that we can work remotely a little bit more. Um, but really what it's meant to me is, is freedom and joy and, you know, the flexibility to pick up my kids from school as much as possible and drop them off in the morning and, like, be home. And also the financial freedom of having a real, like, impact, and it means a lot to me, um, for me to show my son and my daughter that like mommy owns a business and like, I, you know, make good money and like I have employees and that, that means something because how, like we all have a different story of how we grew up and what our parents did for work or not, or whether they stayed at home or whether they went to work and we never saw them or they were home all the time. Like that all, there's no right or wrong or good or bad in, in any of those stories because they're all different, but they're, they're, the difference is it impacts you. And, you know, I like that my kids are having the impact that they see mom go to work and run a business every day. And I'm excited about like, my son is like super into money. <laughs> He's a little capitalist and entrepreneur and he wants Love to make that. more money. And I'm like, that I think is really good because I grew up, uh, my dad's story is like he was unemployed when I was like 12 or 13 and there were some really, really hard times there. And there was a bit of like a poverty mindset that set in and I mean, not like my dad's amazing. He's the reason I'm an entrepreneur today. And like that time of really like we all had to work. I had to get babysitting jobs as early as like 11 or 12. And like my parents were giving me $20 every week for allowance. It was like if we had an allowance, it was like maybe a couple bucks, but we all had to work as soon as we were able to. And I remember like working on Friday and Saturday nights while my friends were out at the mall and going to the movies and like going out to eat. And so, um, 
Yeah, I mean, really what it means to me is that I'm raising my kids to have a, a lot of abundance in their in their mindset. Well, that is a perfect way to get into the final few questions of the interview. What a, <laughs> what a positive and perfect way. The only drawback to that whole thing was how badly I butchered your co-founder's name, but... <laughs> But, but that's okay because people listening to this podcast are like, yeah, that's Jeff. <laughs> but, I mean, I couldn't pronounce your last name, to be fair. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. There you go. Uh, Bolitnikov, and that's it's it. And by the way, it's pronounced Smith when I order a pizza. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't try to order pizza with that. But anyways, we get in the last few questions here. Resources that you might recommend to people. I'm, I'm going to, of course, put all of the the interview connections resources in your section as well, so it'd be easy for people mm-hmm. to find your company. But what are some other things you think folks should plug into? The first thing that came to mind, just because, I mean, we're talking about audio, but as far as resources go, any way to communicate with audio, I would recommend. Now, iMessage, Facebook message, Instagram message, like there's a million ways. They're all adding in the effort, like the ability to send a message via voice. And I'll do that in email. If somebody asks a question, I'll actually record a voice memo and then attach that to the email. And that's really powerful. It allows you to communicate with people in a much more better way because nothing is lost in text that, you know, it's not lost in text. So I would say number one resource is any opportunity to communicate with audio. I would take that opportunity. All right, great. Well, I hand the mic to the guest at the beginning, and then at the end, I hand the mic back to them, and I'm going to give you the floor and have you address the audience with whatever that you want to tell them as we close out the podcast. So Jessica Rhodes of Interview Connections, the floor is yours. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for for the opportunity to be here and be a guest on your show and and for such great questions. And really what I want to leave the listeners with today, and I want to talk directly to you listeners, is really think big and really invest in yourself. And I I love that this show is, is for women and women who really need business. And, you know, in my company, Interview Connections, over the last six going on seven years, I've worked with a larger percentage of my clients have been men. And I really want to make a call to action here that as women, I want you to invest in your exposure. It is difficult to put yourself out there and say you are the best and the best in your industry and you have a message to share. Put yourself out there because I will tell you as a podcast booking agent, men are doing it a lot more and with a lot more ease than women are. And I don't want to make that mean anything, but there is a real opportunity as women to get out there and get your voice heard. Invest in your exposure. Take risks and get out there and be heard so you can grow and be one of the 2% of women business owners that are doing a million a year. That is a perfect way to close out our podcast. And again, Jessica Rhodes, co-founder of Interview Connections. And again, I'm going to say it. I think this is the third time I've said it, but I just appreciate your company so much that a lot of the guests that you hear on the podcast are a direct result of Interview Connections finding me. I don't even know how you all found me, but I'm grateful that you did. And I look forward to more fruitful interactions with you as we go forward. And just thank you again for all your time today. 
Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. On the next episode of Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, Ruth Mahoney is successful as she is the Capital Region President for KeyBank. If you are looking for a similar outcome in your career, then listen in as Ruth breaks down how to be a great leader. And here's a little bit from Ruth. I do believe that consistency is an important skill to have and and something that's really important in corporate life. So being consistent with those around you and the people who work for you is important. You know, you can really help us grow. It's very easy for you to do, and it is so important that you do this. All you have to do is rate and review us on the podcasting service you use to listen. Believe it or not, that is one of the best ways for people to find new podcasts. Thanks in advance, and we hope you're back for the next episode of Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International.